firstly, um, Christine and Sheeran asked for a number from Tom Jones. That's just not going to happen, I'm afraid. <laughs> Absolutely not. No chance. <laughs> um, if I could start by uh, just saying a prayer over everybody, if that's all right. If everybody would like to just bow their heads, that's, that's great. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity for me to become closer to you, to experience your healing hand ridding me of my sins and me saying goodbye to the old sinful life I was living. Lord, I thank you that all these people here present can be part of my experience getting closer to you. And Lord, I pray that in this time of brilliant discipleship, others here today would have an experience with you and realize that they need to accept you as Lord and Savior of their lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, I guess, really, the, the start for me was when, uh, back in 2007, when I met Beth. Um, I'd stayed over to a friend's house um, the previous night, had a barbecue, had a few, had a few beers. I went down to, uh, <laughs> went down to the, uh, the coffee shop where um, Beth was working, uh, met her, and that, that's where it started. After we'd gone out, of, uh, you know, for a few, a few months, um, she invited me down to Arena Church. I got previous uh, knowledge about about Jesus from school and you know public events like Christmas concerts that family were in and things like that. Uh, but I didn't really know how to apply it to my life or where to go to make a start. Uh, I suppose in hindsight, um, speaking to my mum and uh, Nana would have been a good start, seeing as they attend Methodist every week. Uh, but obviously, you know, I didn't. Um, but I'd say over the past three years of attending Arena Church, I've felt a real sense of belonging, really connecting with the things and the words being taught. My trust for, the, my trust for God has grown, my understanding has grown, and my relationship has grown, and I only want it to keep growing. For me, this baptismal symbolizes my commitment to God and a chance to say goodbye to the old sinful life I was le- living before I came here. It's a chance for me to bring God closer to me and invite him fully into my life in all aspects. Uh, I'd just like to say a couple of thank yous. Um, first of all, to, to Beth for obviously you know, standing by me and for love and support. All the members of the church, uh, but especially Christian, Phil and Eric um, for teaching the word to me. These are fantastic and blessed people in what they do. And without them, I don't believe I would be here today. Also to thank uh, Josh Turner, Caroline and the children, Mary and Dave, Jill and Ken, Dave Crabtree, Andy Richardson, Dom Ty, the Holmes families, Terry and Linda, and Freddie the Fox. <laughs> These people have been so helpful and supportive over the last few years. I'd, I really cannot thank them enough. These are true friends. And if I could just... Uh, read a, a passage from um, Acts chapter 2, 38. Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the g- forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all that, who are far off, for all whom the Lord God will call.
This is your promise, Simon. This is God's message, the God who made earth, made it livable and lasting, known everywhere as God. Call to me and I will answer you. I'll tell you marvelous and wondrous things that you could never figure out on your own. Fantastic, Simon. Danielle, come and join your mum. Mother and daughter, Danielle and Wendy. Yeah, give them a welcome. Thank you. I'm really scared about doing this bit. <laughs> um, my daughter, Danielle, had been coming to the Arena Church for a few weeks. And she kept telling me to come. And she said it was brilliant. As we're always together, I kept finding excuses not to come because I wanted her to have something to herself. As a family, we're going through some severe financial problems at the moment. And I prayed so hard and so long about these and I've cried buckets and I've asked God to help me. And if I came out of all this in one piece, I asked God to find me a church that would show me that people loved him and where I could feel like I really belonged. A few days later, when Danielle asked me again to come with her, I agreed to come, thinking I'll go just the once and then leave her to it. So on the 27th of June, I walked through the doors of the arena church and I couldn't have prepared myself for the impact of it. When the songs began, I cried through them all, but I was really happy. I knew God had answered my prayers, and I felt the presence of God because I was among people who had so much love for him. And I instantly knew that I belonged here. I didn't know any of you people when I walked into this church, but I felt like I knew you all at the same time. I want to be baptized to show God that I really do love him, and I really want a new beginning with him. So that's why I've chosen to be baptized. Well, since I was about 13, I don't know why, but for some reason, I've always felt extremely lonely and worthless, like there was no point to my life. And it made me depressed, and I didn't want to talk to anyone or go anywhere, because to everyone, everything seemed pointless. I didn't know why, because, you know, my family's always loved me, but it's just the way I felt. And I've been a Christian all my life, so when Lucy invited me to the, re- the arena, I thought, you know, why not? I'll give it a chance. And now there's nowhere else on earth I'd rather be, because 
the people here are amazing and it's like one big family. And for the first time ever, I felt the presence of God when I walked in Arena Church and I knew straight away that I never wanted to let that go. God has filled the emptiness that I thought would never leave me. He's changed my life and I know I've not always been the, bre- the best Christian, so I'm making a change now. Basically, I love my God and it's time to make a commitment and to show it. Your promise, Wendy. It's taken from Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And Daniel, your your promise is from Proverbs chapter 3 and verses 5 and 6. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He is the one who will keep you on track. Sharon, thank you. Right. Um, 
Um, I was born into a wonderful family with Christian faith, but several years later decided to do my own thing. In other words, God was on the back burner. Even so, in my heart, I felt that there was something missing from my life. Today, as I stand here, I realize what I've known all along, that the something missing has actually been there all the time. And all I had to do was to accept him into my life. Which brings me to now, I have accepted Jesus Christ into my life as my Lord and Saviour. And I'm saying goodbye to my old life, because today my new life begins. And as I once heard in a Christian song, I can't live without Jesus anymore. I'll just read a little poem. Today I stand in front of you, knowing what I'm about to do. My sins I repent once again, my life will never be the same. My Lord, my Saviour, you have been here all the time, yet I haven't seen. So here I am about to do whatever your plans to follow you. I thank you, Jesus, every day. You never leave, you never sway. Your promises are ever true. And now I give my life to you. Amen. Your promise, Sharon. It's from Isaiah chapter 43. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God.
when I first started coming to church, I seemed to be always feeling down. However, I am now a happy person. I feel that it's because of time, because of all the people around me. Yeah, when I first started coming to Arena Church, she was actually really happy today. I seem to be always feeling down. However, I am now a happier person. I feel because this is because of everyone in the church that's helped me through difficult times. And I want to thank everybody for their support. I believe that God has had an impact upon my life. When I came to church, I was shy and wouldn't talk to many people because I didn't know what to say. I know I've started to talk to a lot more people and will continue to do so. People from the church in Universal have helped me build up my confidence and I've become a more social person. Now we'll bond and talk to different age people. Today I feel that there is two great people in church. Firstly, God has a great meaning in my life. And I will continue to follow him. And secondly, is a teenage girl, Jane, who has done a lot for me. And the advice she's given me in the best possible way. And I want her to know that I'm very grateful for everything that she's done. I also feel her friendship is a special gift. And I will continue to treasure this loyal friendship. I'm ready to be baptized because I feel close to God and I want to carry out my Christian faith further. Last year was the first time in a while I stood back and thought it's time to follow my own heart instead of my friend's ways. I'm glad I listened to my heart. I'm a happier person. I have some wonderful friends in the church who mean the world to me. I want to finish by saying thank you for all your help I've received from different and the different encouragement I've received from different people. Hold on, Callum. All right. Your promise, Kelly, is from 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 11. Don't let anyone think less of you because you're young. Be an example to all by the way you live in your love, your faith, and your purity. Let's welcome Jeanette. Thank you. (laughs) 
As a child, I was uh, christened, and during my younger childhood, I actually um, went to Sunday school. And at the age of 11, I was confirmed into the Church of England. I believe I followed the, the Ten Commandments. They were part of my life, and that, that is how I lived. And very often, that got me into trouble. Um, after my, my brother's first marriage broke up, I actually... Um, was quite mean to him and told him that he shouldn't be going out with this other person. And um, it's always stuck in my mind, and I think it's stuck in his mind too. Um, as I got into my late teens, I stopped going to church. And it wasn't until um, my young, youngest daughter was um, about three that I actually started going to church again. Um, In 1982, we attended a a musical called Daybreak. And although I didn't go forward at the time, um, I gave my life to Christ. Um, And over the years, I've been um, involved with three really spirit-filled churches. Um, But two or three years ago, I stopped stopped going to, to my... To my church because there was a lot of my friends had actually left and um, I just felt it wasn't right for me anymore. So I drifted from one church to another um, and really turned my back on the church family, although I never lost sight of God or Jesus. On the 21st of March, I came to a service here at 11 o'clock with my youngest daughter and her family. And the service really spoke to me, and I felt as though God was really moving in my life. But as we stepped out to to go back to the car, my daughter and I got into a bit of an argument about what church you're supposed to belong to. And, you you know, you've got to feel right. I said I'd got to feel right in a church before I started attending it. And she said, God's got to feel right in you. And... Of course, the devil had got his foot in the door and we had a bit of a umpire. Um And then I came to um, an evening service and um, I think it was Phil that spoke about the prodigal son. Um, and he talked about the prodigal son's brother. And all that he, he spoke about related to me. I always felt as though I was the prodigal son's brother was always the one that stayed around, always the one that followed Jesus, but I never felt 100% right. And then a few weeks ago, Christine got up and um, she said that there was a man at the side of the, the pool. And every time that the pool was stirred up for healing, by the time he got to get in the, into the pool, um, somebody else had jumped in, so he missed his place. And she felt that there's somebody that had been trying to get in the pool for a long time. Um, and that, that that person was holding on to a lot of hurts. Um, I felt, as a, as a teenager, I was confirmed and, and became a member of the church. And I didn't need baptizing again. But over the, the last few months, God has been prompting me that it, it would be the right thing to do. So... I think I'd made my mind up before the meeting um, a fortnight ago that I wanted to be baptised, but I still had my doubts. 
And I came to the meeting and I heard everything everybody said. I listened to Phil. And then he went round the room and said, do you believe in Jesus? And he asked each one of us whether we believed in Jesus. And he got to me and God stepped in before for that. And I, I just can't describe the feeling I felt inside. It's many years since I felt God's power in such such force. Um, so when when I did get, eventually say it, I said, yes, I believe in Jesus. And I can't describe that release. I think um, Eric might have felt it because it, it reopened all my prayer life. Um, and I've been cycling uh, every morning down the Nutbrook. And every time I come against somebody, I've actually prayed for those people. I, I, most of the people I believed I'd never met when I came last Sunday and uh, Eric said, was it you on the Nutbrook yesterday morning? I said, yeah, why? Did I pass you? I said, well, did God bless you? So just be aware that God has actually changed my life in the last few weeks. And if you pass me on the street, expect to be blessed by God. is the promise for you, Jeanette, from Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. As they say, last but not least, David, let's welcome him. Thank you. I think before, is that okay? Yeah. I think before I start, this will be the first and last time anyone sees me in shorts. So, uh, so make the most of it. Thank you. 
I would like to start my testimony this morning uh, by comparing my life of the last few months against the previous 30 years. 30 years in a few months seems quite a difference, doesn't it? Uh, And 30 years of darkness compared with 12 months or so of living in a great light that uh, I've found since God came into my life. So I hope you'll bear with me. I think it's important that some of the previous 30 years is is perhaps just mentioned here, just to give an understanding of where I've been and how far I've come, and I'll finish off with hopefully where, where I'm going. So just to give you some idea of my world, I won't give any details, but uh, for, for 30 years, certainly as long as I can remember, I lived in what I know now was a very, very dark life, a dark place. People who look at me would not have thought that, Look at him, you know, he's six foot, walks around, does a lot of things. But there was something missing for a long, long time, and I didn't know what that was. I uh, just was very sad. Opportunities came and went, and life just seemed unhappy, unjoyful. Relationships came and went. Little did I know, but... uh, all doomed to failure because of uh, of me, my insides, that the past that had imprisoned me and really unable to move forward out of. And I toed and froed in relationships. I toed and froed in lots of places. Trust in others had gone. My belief in myself was non-existent. And I lived in a world full of fear. Now, fear is a horrible word. It stops things happening, stops stops life. Caution comes from fear, nervousness, anxiety, you name all those things. They all come from that, and my life was full of it. And outwardly, people wouldn't know that, but inwardly, I was really struggling. And that has cost me a lot of relationships, a lot of other things in life that should be joyous. And I really, really wanted to make that aware that if people are living in that life, there is a way out. And uh, it took me a long time to find it. And lots of various churches uh, in the process. And, you know, going to churches, quickly getting bored, not feeling that I really belong there. And that whilst I felt some passion for what was being said, I couldn't really see how the words and the teachings could help me. I didn't think I knew it all, but... uh, I didn't felt the Bible or God was any help to me. So life carried on. However, something must have been planted in me sometime during that previous 30 years. I don't know when. Maybe it's just built up over a number of years. But uh, it started to grow maybe 18 months or so ago. Uh, At the time, I'd just gone to meet umpteenth different church. And uh, I went to the Vineyard Church, and there's a few people from Vineyard here who I'm really, really pleased to see, and have become great friends of mine. And for the first time in my life, it felt like a life had been switched on. I was happy, excited about life, confident in my ability to live life, and offer myself to other people. I think caution and fear lead to very selfish life. Not through being selfish, but through not putting yourself out there and being prepared to accept rejection 
that type of thing. So it just started to really go well for me, really, really well. And just as I was going well, <laughs> along came another hammer blow that uh, really, really earned not me for six. The end of uh, a, lo- a long-term relationship with somebody who I felt very, very a lot for. And <laughs> it was a real bitter blow, this, just as I was beginning to kind of get out of a lot of years of sadness. And what do I do? Do I, at that stage, just give up? But no, that seed that had been planted in me was still there and growing. And uh, it sprouted very quickly. And uh, although I was back to square one, I got no church because my relationship meant I could really no longer go to vineyard. I got no church again, and for a long time, eight or nine months after that, I didn't have a church. But I did have the Bible, and I did have numerous other books, like the Word for Today, and, uh, and other things. And I did have some CDs given to me by friends from Vineyard. And one of the C- CDs was all about, it's from the J- book of James, which I've, for a long, long time, I've lived my life around the book of James. And uh, that taught me new words, fabulous words like strength, resilience, courage, all those things that had been missing in my life. And, uh, and that came from, from that seed that had been sown all those years ago. Uh, so one morning, one Sunday morning in April, I suddenly woke up and felt, I need a church. I didn't know where to go, really. I'd been to loads. And, but I thought, arena. I'd heard about it. I'd heard it was somewhat similar to Vineyard, which, which had been very good for me. So I came along one April morning, did the 9 o'clock and the 11 o'clock, just to see what it was like, and immediately felt really, really comfortable here and happy. And decided relatively quickly that this was where I was going to place myself for a little while. So here I am. And I just lost where I am, sorry. I hope to really continue to worship and move and serve God from my base here in the arena with a whole load of new friends and family that I've inherited. So to finish, and you'll be glad to hear this is the last bit, uh, I just feel my journey has been difficult. God planted something in me sometime in the past that took a long time to sprout, but is growing very quickly now. I've certainly taken a few wrong turns on my journey, if you consider it as a road. I've certainly gone down a few dead ends and uh, wrong turnings, left turns instead of rights, but I know I'm on the right path now. And uh, this really is a very, very exciting part of my journey. One thing I said last week to people who were preparing for baptism was, I don't know all about the Bible. I don't know all about God and Jesus. And I certainly don't understand it all. But I know enough and understand enough to want to follow Jesus and see him as my friend, saviour and Lord. And to trust him with my life. Now trust, for me, has been a very, very difficult thing. And 
it's a major, major move forward. And, but I know I can't trust anybody better. And uh, there's no one I would want to trust more. But really, finally, I should say this. I felt I should. In church last week, during the worship, Christian, Christian was preparing to, to speak. I was struck by the words, cherish my past. So I wrote them down. Didn't think anything more of it until Christian stood up and did his ministry. And he finished his ministry by saying, "What? Well, let nothing be wasted. God will never waste your life. My past, previously being a heavy sack on my back, suddenly became a lot lighter. And who knows what God has for me in the future, but I'm really looking forward to that, and I will follow him wherever that path takes me. Thank you. David, your promise from Psalm 37. The steps of the godly are directed by the, the Lord. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will not fall, for the Lord holds them by his hand. Fantastic. Why don't we just stand, friends? <coughs> Time's gone. But just to say in a moment, I'm going to close in prayer. But there's tea, coffee and cakes being served downstairs. So don't feel that you've got to dash off. But two things. Why don't we give an amazing round of applause to everyone that's been baptised this morning. Just to... Weren't those stories fantastic? But more than that, why don't we just give a great hand clap offering to our Saviour Jesus who's still changing lives today and worthy to be praised. Bless you, Lord.
So, Father, we just pray for everyone that's been baptized this morning in the name of Jesus, for Wendy, for Danielle, for, 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 uh, for, for, for David, for Kelly, for Sharon, for Jeanette, for Simon, that, Lord, you would bless them amazingly, Lord, and that, Lord, destiny would be all over their lives, we pray in Jesus' name. We pray that every one of us won't go away today without committing to the journey of following you. Thank you for being with us. Dismiss us now with your blessing. We pray that, Lord, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit will rest and remain on us all this day and evermore. Amen. Thanks for being part of this morning. Particularly, thank you for friends that have come and supported, people that have come from other churches. We really do appreciate your support. Please don't dash off. Enjoy all the refreshments downstairs. The Lord bless you real good. Thank you.